Hey there. Welcome to episode 57 of the Authors Read Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is Dr. Margaret Curlew, and she'll read from her book, Mom to Millionaire, Finding the Path to Financial Peace. Mom to Millionaire by Dr. Margaret Curlew. Chapter 1. Where is my life going? Have you ever contemplated the above question? Have you wondered why you felt miserable, stuck, and depressed? Do you sometimes ask yourself if you are doing the right thing, or if you were in the right job, or if you have the right friends? Do you have anxiety about your life going nowhere? Do you feel like you are settling for whatever comes your way? Are you, are you ever dissatisfied with your job? Are you bothered by financial stagnation? Do you ever think about how you could make more money, buy a bigger house or a luxury car like a Mercedes-Benz or a Porsche? Do you ever worry about where your next paycheck will come from or when it will happen? Are you concerned about it not being enough to cover your bills? Do you sometimes ask yourself how long you would be at your dead-end job or when you would have the guts to quit and find something better? Do you sometimes sit and think that life does not make sense or that you will never become rich? Do you fear that you will forever stay in the social and economic class into which you were born? Are you in your late 20s, 30s, 40s, or 50s? Do you think that you will never reach your salary, your dream salary? How often do you wonder if your dream life is a myth for an average person like yourself? Do you ever wonder whether you would need to work until nature calls you? Do you ever consider getting out of the rat race and live your desired life? If any of the above questions ever went through your mind, well, you are not alone. You have a partner here. Those were all questions that went through my mind for years. I just never seemed to get ahead in life or where I wanted to be. Not that I was financially broke. I did not have enough money either. Not that I was a big spender. On the contrary, I was a big saver. However, I did not have a big bank account. I worked hard, played less, deprived myself of my indulgences. But I still had a small bank account. I just thought my life was not going where I wanted it to go. I was working hard and for long hours. However, I was not getting the kind of compensation or rewards that I thought came along with the type of effort and time that I put in. I had a good university education. I earned degrees. I got good jobs. Well, I thought they were well-paying jobs back then. Also, I worked nonstop around the clock. In spite of this, I never experienced any financial satisfaction. 
Is there something wrong? I was very productive at my jobs and did not expect any terminations. However, I didn't reach the fulfillment I expected. Plus, I sometimes had doubts about where and how the paycheck would come. I changed jobs several times. Nevertheless, it did nothing in helping me realize my goal. If anything, it seemed to be farther and farther away. This realization brought me to thinking that I would be at the same dead-end job for the next 30 to 35 years. How frightening. I finally made up my mind to take a hard look at myself. Every little detail about my life, my childhood dreams, my surroundings, everything. Is there something missing? And what is it? What was it? I asked myself, why a select few had been successful and not me? How did they become wealthy while the rest of us live paycheck to paycheck? What had enabled them to achieve retirement at age 40, 45, or 50, while a good number of us will have to wait till we are 65, 70, even 75? That childhood dream of mine was to become successful and wealthy. I was nowhere close. So I decided to take a candid and critical look at my life. So what did I find? Chapter 2. Track your net worth. Throughout my self-analysis, I perused every financial advice I had read and heard about, like save, be frugal, invest in a secured savings account, clip coupons, collect air miles, and the rest. I am sure you've heard the same too. Only, you don't ever hear of someone becoming wealthy by clipping coupons or doing any of the above. Oh, what about someone who achieved financial independence by collecting air miles? Look out for three wealthy people you know. Ask them how they built their wealth. No one made their precious wealth by being frugal or clipping coupons or collecting air miles points on their credit cards. The bulk of wealthy people I know usually reveal how they had a big business or an investment opportunity that made them wealthy, or even better, some of them inherited their wealth. The regular 9-to-5 job never gave anyone financial peace or made them see the light of prosperity. It's more like a false sense of security. It keeps you stuck down in the months while you try to keep up with the Joneses by racking up massive credit card debt. Whether you're motivated, full of energy, or want to succeed in life like me, the assets won't come just by you thinking about it. And this is what I found out. To have a better sense of where we are going we need to assess where we currently are. 
the wealthy refer more to their net worth and not so much to the amount of money in their bank accounts. My journey to financial bliss precisely began with my decision to track my net worth, to understand where I financially was at that time. Assets minus liability equals net worth. As illustrated above, if your liabilities are higher than your assets, then there is a problem. Your assets have to be higher. When I did the math on my finances, my assets were more significant than my liabilities, but not by much. Still, within those few years, I listened to financial experts. I practiced some of the tips and suggestions they gave. All of those tips are quite useful, but they are only useful for someone who wants to have and maintain a regular middle-class lifestyle. Not for some individuals, like me, who wanted to achieve financial success with the bonus of retiring early. Have you ever heard of someone who became a millionaire by cutting coupons? Alternatively, by not buying coffee or not going to restaurants? These are minor adjustments that one can make to their daily habits if they wish to save a certain amount for a small project. However, if you want financial success, you need to generate more revenue. I mean big revenue. Saving is good. It is great. So are all the other tips like it. Then again, how can you save when there is not much coming in in the first place? One unique concept I grasped from my research on wealth creation was that one needs to make a whole lot of money than the regular earnings in your regular 9 to 5. That is the path to financial freedom. Cutting on smaller items, saving a dollar here and there, a quarter here and there, will certainly not get you across the million dollar mark. I was very good at savings. I did not spend money on frivolous stuff. Nevertheless, I was not rich. Had I brought in more money, I would have achieved financial freedom faster. Based on my observation and research, the path to economic freedom is through creating multiple sources of income. To become wealthy, one needs to figure out how they can generate passive income. There are only 24 hours a day, and I cannot work for 24 hours. I need to have my money work for me. I need to have people work for me. I figured I needed to make money in my sleep while I was on vacation, while I was in the shower. Working for every penny you earn won't make you productive or financially free. Not, a, not in a long while from now. At best, it will only help you maintain whatever lifestyle you've chosen. I have read a lot of books on money management and financial freedom. Like most people, I do not want to work till I drop dead. I want to be able to retire early enjoy my life, and spend more time with my children. 
All the articles that I have read about financial prosperity talk about saving and becoming frugal. It is true that being a big saver and living a simple life will help your economic growth. However, you won't entirely be free financially. To find tangible financial independence, you need to be very radical and daunting too. If you follow the philosophy and path of the general population, you will get the same results as them. You will make the you will remain in the middle class with a false sense of security. Years back, I found out that it was the hard way. And as they say, experience is the best teacher. You need to create streams of income that bring you money. Here's a quick analysis of the top suggestions provided by financial experts as to how you can achieve monetary freedom. Make a list before you go shopping and stick to it. Turn your TV off and save on electricity. Buy items on sales. Don't eat out. Don't buy Starbucks. Don't buy gifts. Make yours. Save on bank fees. Sign up for reward programs. Repair your clothes and shoes. Don't buy new ones. Quit smoking. Organize yard sales. Use coupons. From the above list, I only agree with quit with quitting smoking. Not only is it a money-draining habit, it is also a health hazard. I'm 100% for it. Let's analyze the other so-called great ways to improve our financial status. We are told to save on power, save on hydrogen, turn off the TV and lights. They all sound good, but if you turn off your TV and lights, then you will live in complete darkness, which is a cause for depression and anxiety. Why would you do that to yourself? My TV is an integral part of my life. I use it for entertainment, research, and babysitting. There's not much difference in my hydro bill since I started leaving my TV on all day. The value brought to me by my TV and internet outweighs the extra 30 or $40 on my monthly hydro bill. With regards to making a shopping list and only buying items on sale, for God's sake, do not live like a pauper. For sure, we do need to go to the store with a shopping list because we need to remind ourselves why we are there. However, do not suck the joy out of life by not indulging in your favorite foods. What's the point of pinching on pennies, depriving yourself of things that make you happy? only to feel miserable for the next whole month. Is it worth it? Don't forget life is short. You, you don't want to go crazy, but at the same time, you need to make yourself happy. This is a quick advice. Abandon the poor person mentality. Think abundance. Think money. Lots of money. Think success. Think about wealth. If you think frugal, you are going to be a stingy person for the rest of your life. 
you will make frugal earnings, you will live a penny-wise life, you will have meager expectations. However, if you think abundance, you will search for plenty. You will look for a job or profession that provides abundance. You will live a life of abundance. Think wealth and success because by doing so, nature will automatically guide you to successful and wealthy ideas. The universe will bring wealth and prosperity your way. I'd like to thank Margaret for sharing her book with us today. And thank you for listening to the Author's Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Author's Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time!